Hey there, incredible listeners. This is Melvin from Melvin.me. How are you doing? It's been such a long time since I last talked to you. Well, a quick update here is that I am back here in Singapore and uh, it's been almost a week now. Uh, a few things have happened um, and I'll update you in just a minute. Well, first is uh, there are a few things that have been happening. One is uh, over the last week or so, I have been meeting up with uh, a lot of people, um, meeting new people, looking for opportunities to collaborate, looking for opportunities to value add to whatever they're doing and really looking at how I can be part of the equation that it's able to help them solve problems for their customers. So that's the main thing. So, so far I have met like, you know, five, six, seven people. Um, all possible areas for collaboration of course not every one is going to take off but at least you know you got to keep planting seeds keep planting seeds keep planting seeds so one of the things that I promised myself I would do more of now that I'm back here uh, at the home base sort of it's to you know to keep planting seeds and to plant a seed a day so that I could keep going and you never know how some of these seeds uh, it's going to be able to come back and do something for me so what seeds are you planting my friend hey there and listeners uh, right now i am in 313 somerset in uh, singapore and uh well, sorry this place is just uh, amazing because the number of people that are here the bus that you get from here is just truly amazing um, People out and about doing their shopping and, and, and you know I just spent some time at the uh, at the Costa Co Coffee to get a cup of coffee as well as to do some work. I managed to pull off something. I'll tell you in a minute. Hey, I want to ask you a question. What have you got on your uh, on the home screen of your um, cell phone? So like, you know, especially if you're on an Android, you have the ability to kind of customize it. Um, I, I suppose on iOS you can, but it's a little limited. But for Android, really the sky's the limit with all these widgets and all this stuff, you can really customize your home screen. But the question I want to ask you is, uh, what kind of apps do you have on your home screen? And more importantly, the kind of apps that you have on your home screen. Does it encourages you to document slash create or does it encourages you to consume? Uh, the reason why I asked this was because I just got a new phone and um, I want to change things up a bit. I want to make sure that the apps that I get on, uh, that's the apps of my home screen, I like to keep it minimal. Uh, I like that minimalist feel. I don't like it overly cluttered with all the different apps and so and um, so, so I want to make sure that the apps that I have on my home screen were, are the ones that I use the most. But this time around, I gave myself another criteria to look at. I wanted the, the apps on my home screen to be more of um, apps that encourages the creation or the documentation rather than you know, just plain consumption itself. So for example, I became very deliberate in terms of choosing the apps that I want to place on my home screen. So for example, 
uh, I've got an app called Simple Note. And Simple Note is, as the name implies, uh, very simple to use. And it allows me to, uh, it allows me to create uh, or write out, you know, a, a piece. And if I, if uh, to create a document, um, and then of course Anchor is also on my home screen because I largely use Anchor to create rather than to consume. Um, and so, what about you? What kind of uh, apps do you have on the home screen? Are they more the creative type or are they more of the consumption type? Let me know. Alright, uh, here's the story of the clever Polly and the stupid wolf. Little Polly Riding Hood. Clever Polly isn't afraid of the hungry but inexperienced wolf. She outwits him at every turn. <coughs> Once every two weeks, Polly went over to the other side of the town to see her grandmother. Sometimes she took a small present and sometimes she came back with a small present for herself. Sometimes all the rest of the family went too. And sometimes Polly went alone. One day when she was going by herself, she had hardly got down the front step. When she saw the wolf, Good afternoon, police, said the wolf. Where are you going to? May I ask? Certainly, said Polly. I am going to see my grandma. I thought so, said the wolf, looking very much pleased. I've been reading about a little girl who went to visit her grandmother. And it's a very good story. Little Red Riding Hood? Suggested Polly. That's it, cried the wolf. I read it out loud to myself as a bedtime story. I did enjoy it. The wolf eats up the grandmother and Little Red Riding Hood. It's almost the only story when a wolf really gets anything to eat, he added sadly. But in my book, he doesn't get Red Riding Hood, said Polly. Her father comes in just in time to save her. Oh no, he doesn't do that in my book, said the wolf. I'd expect mine is the true story and yours is just invented. Anyway, it seems like a good idea. What's a good idea? Asked Polly. To catch little girls on their way to their grandmother's cottages, said the wolf. Now, where had I got to? I don't know what you mean, said Polly. Well, I say, where are you going, said the wolf. <coughs> oh, yes, now I must say, where does she live? Where does your grandma live, Polly Riding Hood? Over the other side of town, answered Polly. The wolf frowned. It ought to be through the woods, he said. But perhaps town would do. Now how do you get there, Polly Riding Hood? First I took a train and then I took a bus, said Polly. The wolf stamped his feet. How do you stamp your feet? No, 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 he shouted. That's all wrong. You can't say that. You've got to say, 
but the path winding through the trees or something like that. You can go by trains and buses and things. It isn't fair. Well, I could say that, said Polly, but it wouldn't be true. I do have to go by bus and train to see my grandpa. So what's the good of saying I don't? But then it won't work, said the wolf impatiently. How can I get there first and gobble her up and get all dressed up to trick you into believing I am her if we ever got a great train journey to do? And anyhow, I haven't had many money on me, so I can't even take a ticket. You just can't say that. All right, I would say it, said Polly agreeably. But it's true. All the same. Now, just excuse me, Wolf. I've got to get down to the station because I'm going to visit my grandma even if you aren't. The wolf slung be- along behind Polly, growling to himself. He stood just behind her at the booking office and heard her ask for her ticket. But he could not go any further. Polly got into a train and was carried away. And the wolf went sadly home. But just two weeks later, the wolf was waiting outside Polly's house again. This time, he had plenty of change in his pocket. He even had the book tucked under his front leg to read in the train. He partly hid himself behind a corner of brick wall. You okay? Yeah. You alright? And watch to see Polly come out on her way to her grandmother's house. But Polly did not come out alone as she had done before. This time, the whole family appeared. Polly's father and mother too. They got into the car which was waiting in the road and Polly's father started the engine. The wolf ran along beside his brick wall as fast as he could and was just in time to get out into the road ahead of the car and to stand waving his paws as if he wanted a lift as the car came up. Polly's father slowed down and Polly's mother put her head out of the window. Where do you want to go? she asked. I wanted to go to Polly's grandmother's house, the wolf answered. His eyes glistened as he looked at the family of plump little girls in the back of the car. That's where we are going, said her mother, surprised. Do you know her then? Oh no, said the wolf. But you see, I want to get there very quickly and eat her up and then I can put on her clothes and wait for Polly and eat her up too. Good heavens, said Polly's father. What a horrible idea. We certainly shan't give you a lift if that is what you're planning to do. Polly's mother screwed up the window again and Polly's father drove quickly on. The wolf was left standing miserably in the road. Bother, he said to himself angrily. It's gone wrong again. I can't think why it can't be the same as the Little Red Riding Hood story. It's all these buses and cars and trains that make it go wrong. 
But the wolf was determined to get Polly, and when she was due to visit her grandmother again, a fortnight later, he went down and took a ticket for the station he heard Polly ask for. When he got out of the train, he climbed on the bus, and soon he was walking down the road where Polly's grandmother lived. Aha! He said to himself, "This time I shall get them both. First the grandma, then Polly." He unlatched the gate into the garden and strode up the path to Polly's grandmother's front door. He rapped sharply with the knocker. "Who's there?" cried a voice from inside the house. The wolf was very much pleased. This was going just as it had in the story. This time there would be no mistakes. Little Polly Riding Hood, he said in a squeaky voice. Come to see her, dear grandmother, with a little present of butter and eggs and a cake. There was a long pause. Then the voice said doubtfully, "Oh, did you say it was?" <coughs> Little Polly Riding Hood said the wolf in a great hurry, quite forgetting to disguise his voice this time. "Come to eat up her dear grandmother with butter and eggs." There was an even longer pause. <coughs> <coughs> Then Polly's grandmother put. Her head out of the window and looked down at the wolf. I beg your pardon," she、uh. said. "I am Polly," said the wolf firmly. "Oh," <clears throat> said Polly's grandmother. She appeared to be thinking hard. "Good afternoon, Polly. Do you know if anyone else happens to be coming to see me today? A wolf, for instance?" "No." "Yes," said the wolf in great confusion. I met a Polly as I was coming here. I mean, I Polly met a wolf on the way here, but she can't get. She have got here yet because I started specially early. Hmm. Oh, that frog! Oh, that froggies are here. That's very queer," said the grandma. "Are you quite sure you are Polly?" "Quite sure," said the wolf. "Well then, I don't know who is it who is here already," said Polly's grandmother. "She says she was Polly, but if you are Polly, then I think the other person must be a wolf." "No, no, I am Polly," said the wolf. And anyhow, you ought not to say all that. You ought to say, "Lift the ledge and come in." I don't think I'll do that," said Polly's grandma, "because I don't want my nice little Polly eaten up by the wolf. And if you come in now, the wolf who is already here might eat you up." Another head looked out of another window. It was Polly's. Bad luck, wolf," she said. "You." Didn't know that I was coming to lunch and tea today instead of just tea as I generally do. So I got here first, and as you are Polly, as if say I must be the wolf, and you better run away quickly before I gobble you up, haven't you? Bother, 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 and bother," said the wolf. 
and that's what worked out right this time either. And I did just what is said in the book. Why can't I ever get you, Polly? When the other wolf managed to eat his little girl. Because this isn't a fairy story," said Polly. "And I am not Little Red Riding Hood. I am Polly, and I can always escape from you, Wolf. However much you try to catch me." "Clever, Polly," said Polly's grandmother. And the wolf went growling away. The end.